Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors, uh, and you can listen to them. You listen to Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. We know not everybody can listen to them on Saturday mornings. We know not everybody can listen to a podcast. So we break out a podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. With the 2021 pheasant season now upon North Dakota hunters, fishing is definitely transitioning into the background when it comes to outdoor activities. However, that doesn't mean everyone hung up their fishing rods and put boats away. Instead, anglers working East Bay on Devil's Lake continue finding perch and white bass activity, try Haley's jigs with minnows or night crawlers. Over on Pelican Lake or Main Devil's Lake around Cactus Point, anglers are finding some walleye. The better fish seem to be along the deep rock piles or the bridges with smaller fish, lots of smaller fish, coming when the anglers are trolling. Jamestown Reservoir is still seeing some activity and a little success, but Lake Ashtabula has fewer anglers on the water with so-so success. Ashtabula Crossing is still drawing some attention, though, with anglers looking for pike. Be careful in the Missouri River downstream of Garrison Dam and down into Lake Oahe below Bismarck Mandan with ongoing low water and challenging access issues at times. It's because of that continued lower than normal Garrison Dam releases from Lake Skakuya. The tail race also remains low with the best success coming for catfish, either shore or boats. The best activity is early morning from shore. Lake Skakuya is producing some salmon along Government Bay. Try crankbaits, spoons, or musky jerks from shore. The fish should start migrating to the west end of the dam soon, around the bays and along Sakakawea State Park. Look for limited walleye numbers on the east end of the lake, but try working deep. Areas to try include Garrison or Douglas Bays, and use caution when you're launching on Lake Audubon, though, as well as moving around on Audubon with its low water levels. Access is only available at the East Totten Boat Ramp. Fair walleye success is over on Audubon, but just remember to be careful. Pheasant season is going to draw the most attention among hunters, and it's still the time of the year when identification can be touchy in some areas, when not all roosters in the young broods aren't fully colored. Be careful. Watch what you shoot. The warm weather over the last couple of weeks isn't bringing any migrant waterfall down from Canada, with hunters limited to local birds on what wetlands they can find. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale, and she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. You hear Brewer and Agri gone outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Not everybody can listen then, and not everybody can check out their podcast. So here is a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Mike Bow of Adventure RV in West Fargo. Mike, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good, guys. Thanks for having me on. 
It's always good to talk because uh, it seems like anytime we have you on, Mike, we're talking about some some time spent in the outdoors, camping, fishing, RVing, just getting out and enjoying things, and that's great. But um, as the calendar is telling us, Mike, it's getting to be that time. You know, it's going to be not too long down the road here, and we're going to have to make sure that our RVs and campers are all winterized and ready to go, and you guys are helping folks out with that. Tell us a little bit about your drive-through winterization. We started that about three years ago, and we have found that for most customers, dropping something off and picking it up just is a waste of their time. So we started to do what we call drive-through winterize, where you can come anytime between 8 o'clock and 3.30, Monday through Friday. We'll winterize it while you wait in about an hour and uh, save you those two trips picking things up and dropping them off and get you back on the road. That is a great convenience. Uh I hear you 100%, Mike, you know, making a trip over and dropping it off and then you leave it and then you got to schedule a trip back. Here you do it all in one stop. And I got to believe you've probably got some nice things to take a look at while you're there waiting too. We do. We finally got some of, uh, it's been such a busy year. I also want to talk a little bit about fall that some of the best camping is done in the fall. So there's a little bit of time left to get that done. The weather's usually nicer and also there's a lot less crowds. So we got a lot of our customers are doing that. And when we're ready to upgrade, then we've got some new glacier fish houses that we've got coming in. I've got some more campers in stock now. So some stuff to look at and think about upgrading. Hey, Mike, uh, here's a question for you. For those people, there's a lot of new people in the outdoors in the last year or two. Um, there's probably quite a few new camper owners. When, when you say you need to bring it in for winterizing, what does that mean? What, what do you need to do to winterize a camper? I mean, what are the things involved? You know, what kind of things get done during that one-hour winterizing? That's a great question. The first thing is we do put two people on it, so that's why we can cut the time in about half of what it usually takes. So first thing is, is that, I mean, it's to make sure that all, all of the tanks and everything like that have been fully drained and some antifreeze have been put into them. And then the freshwater system, we pump all the water out of that, pump some antifreeze through that, run all the faucets and everything because in a camper, there's just, a, you know, there's a lot of faucets and outside showers and all that kind of thing. And if you miss that or your toilet valve, then you've got a broken valve later or that type of thing when it comes time to use it in the spring. So there is a lot more to it than you really would think. So That's great. A lot of systems, a lot of water systems. And so uh, all of those have to be prepped, cleaned, and uh, antifreeze and ready for the cold winter ahead. Mike, you know, fall is also a time when folks want to catch up on some of that maintenance, just uh, repairs, maintenance and stuff. You guys have a full service and, uh, and, and repair department where you take care of those kind of things. I know that talking to you before we got started here, there's um, you got a little bit of a lineup, but but there's still plenty of time for folks to get that in if they need. That's correct. I mean, one of the biggest things when it comes to this time of the year is we want to be checking those roof seals and also around all the doors and windows, anything like that. Because after a super hot summer like this, and we've been going up and down the road, those are the times that we start to get some cracks in that. So we want to take a look at that stuff before it gets put away for the year, and we can take care of that for you. And also any repairs that you need if something's not working properly or Maybe you want to upgrade something, put a different uh, satellite dish receiver on or something like that. We can help with all that stuff. All right, Mike, let's switch gears here just a little bit. Let's talk about what what we consider probably one of the most versatile pieces of outdoor equipment that you can get because you can use it 12 seasons of the year. And there's not a lot of pieces of outdoor equipment that we use that you can use you do that with. And what we're talking about is is fish houses or portable little mini campers, whatever you want to call them now, you know, they start out as fish houses 
and now people are using them for everything. And this is the time of year that people are really, really starting to think about whether or not they need to get one or upgrade. That's correct. Glacier fish houses. I mean, just like you said, Scott, we get to use them all three or four seasons out of the year, depending upon what you like to do with your family. I've got the full season ones with the air conditioners and bathrooms. I've also got other ones that if you don't want the awning and you don't want the air conditioner and that type of thing, we have those too. Um, there's a brand new one going out today that just went by my window and that was a full season one red one. So I've got a bunch more coming. We put them all up on our website as soon as we get them in and everything that's on orders on there too. So that is fantastic. Now glacier glacier fish houses is uh, this is these, these are the fish houses you want to be looking at because uh, they have some definite advantages over um, the rest of the market. Tell us a little bit about what makes glacier fish houses special. You know, the, it's a premium-built fish house that's built in northern Minnesota up around Bemidji and Brainerd. Some of the major selling features, the first thing is every one of them that we bring in, we bring in with a spray foam insulated floor. And as we know, where does the cold come from? Comes from the ice, comes up. So that keeps that fish house a lot warmer. The other part of it is, is that it has a fully walkable roof. It's got the strongest roof structure in the industry so that it can handle a heavy snow load and that type of thing. Big furnaces, so it keeps you nice and warm in the wintertime. Lots of holes, LED lights, plenty of little features like that to just make the whole trip a lot more fun. Sounds like a luxury time out on the ice. Well, and really, like you guys alluded to, it could be uh, at Deer Camp. It could be at the lake in the summer for a little extra capacity for sleeping. Could be just about anywhere you're going to go outdoors that you can tow this thing behind you and have a place to sleep, have a place to hang out, have a place to cook. This thing really does it all. Mike, uh, you mentioned you've got some on the lot. You've got more coming in. You guys do financing as well, right? Or you can help people get connected to that? Yeah, we do financing right here. So maybe we get you uh, get your nice low payment, low down payment, whatever works for your budget. We pretty much have something to fit every need, I think. So like I said, from 14-footers all the way up to I've got some 20s coming in and that type of thing too. So. You know, and, and I think that's one of the cool things about Glacier is they're all, like you said, it's a they're built very well. It, it's a premium brand, but you don't have to get the big one. You don't have to get the big expensive one with all the toys in it. You can get a smaller version, something, you know, if you're entry level and you don't, not sure if you're really, if this is for you, you know, you can get a little smaller one with a few less of the features, but the quality is still there you know, the resale is going to be there and it's going to hold its value. And that's one of the really nice things about this piece of equipment, especially the Glacier brand is they're going to hold their, hold their value. And there's models in pretty much any price range that you, that people have. How many base models are there? Do you, do you know off the top of your head how many base models there are? Yeah, they build a lot of floor plans. I believe that they're building currently over 20 to 25 different floor plans. I've got the smallest one in stock that they build, which is called, a, it's a 14 FB is what they call it, 14 foot. I mean, it's a nice, nice sized fish house for somebody starting out that doesn't need a ton of room. They don't want a ton of features, don't want to spend a ton of money. That one's right on the outside with a black stripe on it. I'm looking at it right out my window and it, it looks pretty good. And you've got the big ones too. I know if you're like me and Scott's going to laugh when, when I go on a trip at hunting camp or out on the ice i bring everything including the kitchen sink and so uh <laughs> need need to have a little bit bigger one to get all that gear along but you've got them all there mike and that's a good thing tell folks where you're at we're on main avenue in west fargo across from the fairgrounds 
We're always available online 24 hours a day at AdventureRVSales.com. Well, that is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available by Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Make sure you check out them Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock. And then also you can check out their podcast at kfgo.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Until next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.